You are now listening to Well, Well, Filling Out. Oh my, oh my God, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his pussiness. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> we're Eve. Eve is jogging. Yes, The next scene cut. is Eve jogging. That's where we are. Yes, we cut. And she looks Eve good. Eve jogging. She gets a phone call in the jog, and it starts off saying, don't be pissed it's- off. <laughs> The, the, the conversation. <laughs> no, I know. I just uh, felt like you were calling Fo Jafari an it. Oh, wow. Because we know it's well, him on the phone. Yeah, he says, don't be pissed off. Suspense. She made me drive her here. And then, yes, Eve notices. Yes. Uh, Carolyn, Carolyn posted up on a car. With, with some fresh drugs in, in the form of, you know, information. Oh, I wrote, she's got a handy dandy envelope. I ain't got time for me. So, Carolyn. Well, first of all, Eve is, when she runs up on Carolyn, she's like, whatever it is, no. <laughs> no. I don't want it. Right. And Carolyn's like, shh. <laughs> you want it? I was about to give you a compliment anyway, girl. Like, you look purposeful, you know, Lord. less untethered, which isn't me. But <laughs> Carolyn was like, you look less untethered, bitch, and it suits you. And I said, Carolyn, are you flirting? It sounds like my muse. It sounds oh, well, like my muse, well, Carolyn. Well. I got to take something positive from this episode. I have to try. She lets Eve know that there have been three victims Three murders, unsolved. Uh, one of them was a contact at Paul's phone. One was a, a tangent contact, and she believes that the third will also fall in line with a similar connection. She said they were all tortured. She was like, there's been a spate of murders. All of them were tortured, which I think is apropos. Because mm. when Villanelle was killing people, she was murking bitches. She mm. wasn't doing fushtuk with everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So whoever's murking the 12 is enjoying it. She's like, they have been tortured, and nobody has solved it, which means other people have looked into it to solve the shit. And so I'm like, we're back at Eve Pilastri. That's where we are. And if I were Eve, I would be like, see, look at where your failure has brought you. Where does it brought you? Back to back me. Back to me, On right. some Thanos shit. But yes, they say that the first person who was murdered was from his phone book and that the second person was connected to dude from the phone book and they assume the third is as well, but they do not yet know. Eve, basically, like, we've been here before. Like, so she tosses, she, I, I want to say this is a joke, she tosses, only because how it landed back on the hood of the car. I, if the alarm would have went off if the envelope was heavy enough and nobody was in the car and it wasn't like But Faux Jafari was Right, but he was, right, he was in the car. Carolyn also mentions that she does not have the resources, which is another clue that she has been massively demoted because she says that to Eve before. Before she tosses it around is that she has some recent limitations imposed on her and so she can't actually investigate the way she wants to and so she lets eve know i'm actually in a position of mild desperation which is a parallel to what hugo said when he was like but you desperate bitch because she is now relying on people's help and she's mm-hmm. in no position of power to force anything like she might have in previous series no right so then uh, carolyn tries to hand her that heroin and eve says Take eve, this yep shit. she right she tosses it. she's like well we've been here before right she tosses it and Carolyn, you know, tries to call her out and say, well, but I know that you you are still looking into this. So, like, what's the holdup? Why the hesitation? She told Eve to continue her good work. And I was like, girl, <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn, I do love you very much. Carolyn basically after that is like, look, bitch, I'm not even asking for a kidney. But even if I was asking for a kidney, 
I'm giving you a piece of lung back, bitch. Like, you need some lung. Because clearly, clearly you're still on the hunt for the $12 lie to me. I know what's good. No, yeah. Otherwise, why the fuck you working for a security firm? And Carolyn, the security firm is, <laughs> it's, it's giving. For sure. She's working for a security firm. It's almost like you could get a job on the side of the same security firm, Carolyn, to get those same resources if you needed to. I'm insulted for Carolyn. No, well, yeah. Carolyn and her resume compared to Eve's MI5 resume in which she was fired. They don't compare. Eve, I don't know if she's trying to just make Carolyn feel like she's not on the right track. She just lets Carolyn know that she's there because the people are nice. It's sardonic and I suppose whatever. If we're supposed to believe Faux Jafar is one of those people because she looks back at that loser yeah. who is Faux. <laughs> then Carolyn says the most interesting thing she did say to Eve this episode where she's like, I will pay you for access. We have never in the whole show heard Carolyn offer Eve a single piece of dollar, no, a single true. cent. A quarter. Nothing. And Carolyn is to that place where she so needs Eve's actual expertise in the misandry nonsense, misandry mess that she does, that she is willing to pay Eve for the first time in years. And I just, she needs the money, Carolyn, because I'm convinced she's thieving. She's a criminal. I don't know how she's getting a paycheck. I don't believe it. Someone in the chat says she's stealing petty cash again. I believe that first. I do. I do. Choices. It's all about choices. I, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Eve asks if Carolyn is still playing chess. And oh, and obviously. Right. And Carolyn says, well, what game are you playing? And Eve is like, oh, the game where I knocked the game off the table and set the shit on fire because I want to watch the little wooden critters burn. It's like, oh, that's awfully specific, Eve Palastri. Mm. Very much. You were looking for destruction and danger. We get that. And so Carolyn is basically like, okay, bitch, I mean, turn down the heroin if you want, but you know, you can keep that. I'm gonna leave it here. Yeah. Because maybe you might want to know who the little critters are before you burn them. Maybe you're interested in some knowledge about the critters before you try to burn them. I'll see you later. I know you're gonna look at that file. I'll see you. <laughs> I'll see you. As Carolyn walks off, Eve Palastrius, of course, she's sick. She's sick that this whole interaction happened. She is sick that Carolyn feels like she got upper hand by leaving that file. Like, Eve really wants it. And here goes Foe. Here goes Foe. Oh, so uh, do you want the file? Of course I want the file. No, I guess it was more of those. I know that Carolyn knows that I want it, but it's better that I want it outside of Carolyn's like range of I don't know why that's wanting. better. Carolyn showed up because she knew you wanted it anyway. No, right. Saving right. face with Carolyn is just a concept, but not a reality. No, well, well yeah, so right. I don't know why she fakes the funk. She's just being petulant. Yeah. We end that scene with Faux saying that Eve smells and oh, yeah. Eve saying it's the way I, it. It's the way I tried to leave that out. Nope, I had to say it. Because so do you want why the they keep giving I us little file. comments, like little things, like they've been dating for a while. I really feel like Sandra O lied to me in that interview you when she said he wasn't love interest. It's not, oh, you it's not math thing. It. It's not math thing, Sandra. There's a lot of interest between the two of you. Oh, you Anyways, no, I don't love it. Oh, you're referring yeah, to Faux. Yeah, yeah no, I don't love the scene. So after that horrible ending to that scene, we cut back to the church and the priest is, or I guess the vicar, is walking Villanelle through her future baptism ritual. And he starts to give his little speech about like, here's the stuff, and here's the stuff. And Villanelle starts reciting it with him while he's doing it. And I'm sorry, y'all, it's perfectly adorable. It really is. It no, really is it peak is. Villanelle adorableness because she is so fucking hopeful. The way Jodie plays it, you can see it in her fucking face. She wants this to work. She wants it to be real. She wants it to be real fucking life. And she's like, yo, could we just skip to the part where you baptize me? And then she dips her finger in the holy water and, and does, does the cross on her own head. And poor May is just in the, the pews looking at Villanelle be adorable or Nell. And she's like, oh my God, not me being more in love. <laughs> 
And then she said, Not me being more in love. And then she said, May, come, come up here. And May was like, oh, and ran up to the, Who could blame to the water. Who could blame her for being And then smitten? as no she one. goes up, uh, Villanelle goes into the audience to like look, and she's getting different angles. She's working out different seats. She realizes, okay, this is the seat, this one. And then she says, I need this seat right here for. Well, she wants to reserve it. Right. Reservations cannot be made in the Church of England, which I'm like, some churches be doing that, but I guess not for Villanelle's party. And May, it's interesting because May wants to know who is the guest. Naturally. She's like, who are you inviting? Right. And the vicar's like, it don't matter, bitch. Like, people sit where they sit when they come, when they come. And Villanelle's like, no, actually, to me, it is very important, the view and the angle of my face that my guest gets. I really just needed to be perfect. And the vicar doesn't give a fuck. Villanelle wants to know why she doesn't get to decide who comes to her party and where they sit. Right. Too damn adorable. Too adorable. And yes, the baptism is like a party. I'm glad Villanelle has referred to it as a party. And while this discussion is happening, a Barbara... A Christian party? Barbara is storming in to let the vicar know that, yes, he needs to see this. And she's got this um, soggy bag with her. And he's like, well, you know, it can wait. We're trying to go through this thing. Barbara takes it upon herself to slam well not slam but she, she threw dropped. it she drew she, threw, she right. threw the cat right oh. and then it's like here's a wet bag of a cat and it's dead and now it's on the church floor and she's not gonna clean it up and everybody's I just mean, we like, don't know oh, wow. that she's not gonna clean it up oh, but i don't know who throws deceased things and then wants someone else to clean it up but i just feel like she's used to doing stuff like that and maybe she's sick of the cloister maybe she's <laughs> like the work ratio <laughs> isn't fair and so the fact that i had to pick this cat up from where i got it I'm going to leave it here and let someone else do the picking once more to dispose properly of said cat. Hopefully they will cremate that cat and spread his little ashes, Lucifer's ashes, somewhere. But yeah, poor Lucifer is thrown on the floor. And I'm like, does no one respect the dead animals? Right. Like, it's... who does that? Oh, is this when uh, Villanelle got caught in a CCTV? <laughs> yeah, they cut to her as some security video, I guess, mm. at a... Uh, cemetery, which that makes sense that they would have videos at cemeteries because people do grave rob and why you would do that. But people do do it. And he's concerned about her at the graveyard trying to bury the cat. But he wants to know what the fuck. He's like, Villanelle, um, why did you just tell us that you found the cat dead? Oh, it's because, you know, y'all love the cat. And also the eye was on the other side. Right. Um, she says right. that. The eye was not where the <laughs> where eye was, supposed to be, was right. originally attending. And it would have been a really gory burial if you did it. And I was just thinking of you, Vicar, honestly. I mean, at least I didn't try to do taxidermy and put the cat whoa, back. Whoa, whoa. That's too far. <laughs> That's too far. Why did we have to go to taxidermy? I'm upset. Now I'm thinking about all the bad taxidermy. Everyone, please send in your hate mail to Terrence for traumatizing me. I really did not. No, no, you literally put it in my head. That woman who did her own personal taxidermy and stretched her cat out five feet. You did that. You brought that memory back. Not that cat. You said, let me volunteer. That Villanelle will do taxidermy. It was in my note. That's why I said it, but I wasn't thinking about that. Horrible. Well, you wrote it in your note, so you obviously wanted to traumatize me. And I wrote at least it wasn't. Anyways, I'm going to send you my own hate mail to um, pay you guys. I love Villanelle. But yes, the vicar says they still don't know much about Villanelle. They don't know what's going on with her. And Villanelle's like, oh, but you know stuff. You know that I'm from Russia. You know that I was orphaned and sent to an orphanage and then sold into slavery. And I was like, whoa, sold into slavery (laughs) Villanelle. That's that works. Sex trafficking is a global 
epidemic. Uh, and is. I guess you can just catch all. Because people will always believe you because there is some horrible person trying to sell women and children right now at every part of the world. So, okay, great. And I guess that was her story. And I guess maybe May can look past the drowning. Like, if she can say, oh, Villanelle was in slavery, she's got trauma, and we haven't been sending her to a therapist, maybe she can get over it. I don't know. I mean, maybe. But uh, it seems like the future that Villanelle had prayed for was slowly slipping from her fingers because here she is being told, ultimately, that they're reconsidering her not really saying eligibility for a baptism today. They're like, but we don't really even know. Right. We don't really know who you are. We don't know anything about you. And then uh, the, the, the line I didn't like, you seem to be someone who could just say that they've been baptized instead of actually getting Oh, no, I think he actually said that she seems more concerned with who will see her get baptized versus actually getting baptized. Mm. And to be fair, as a vicar, Mm. that is a fair concern to bring up. I would imagine if someone actually expresses that they want to get baptized. Why? If the baptism ceremony is less important than people seeing you get baptized. And that would mean that it is for pretense. No, no. yeah. Which, you know. It looks like it's tying into what Jody said, that she is trying, but she does not believe that it comes from an earnest place. And from what we can tell, it doesn't. That place is from her loins and um, wanting to be with Eve, but I do not think that she earnestly is trying any of those things outside of her selfish reasons of, I ultimately want to be with Eve. That's what I'm going with for now, despite all of the het propaganda I was given in this fucking episode. And didn't she do a variation of the tree in the woods for her? Yeah, she was like, if you get baptized in the forest and no one sees it, did it really even happen? Yeah, girl. Good questions. (laughs) (laughs) Questions that he answers, and he did not provide you one. No, he did not. And she also adds that she needs to be around people who believe in God because they are good. And it's like, that's interesting. Because he asked her if she believes in God, and that was the way she got around the response. And where he he realized she didn't say that she herself believes in God. He realized says that he could have said it straight up. Right. He, he says, was like, Do you have faith? Do you believe in God? She was like, I believe that I should be around good people who believe in God. It doesn't like there's not a more clear deflection. No, right. Of, well, no. But he basically was like he could have baptized somebody without faith. Makes sense. Why would you do that? Although I'm sure there's plenty of people who have been baptized who didn't believe a damn thing what was being said, but you still have to lie. And it's interesting that Villanelle, such a good liar, to the point where she doesn't even know when she's lying, is telling the truth here, it seems. And perhaps that is tied into her attempt to be good, is that she's trying to be honest at all times. But I don't I don't know. TBD. This is only episode one. TBD. But what I'm curious about is that even with the vicar, when she responds, you know, to him like, oh, I can't baptize someone who doesn't have faith. And she's like, well, I have faith. I have faith that I'm not as shitty inside as some people think I am and that I can prove them wrong, but only if you baptize me. Hello, Vicar, that's a cry for help. Where is no, the that's counseling? True. right. And not to say that it would help a Villanelle, but she has said some very distinct things to you that I, if you had some knowledge, some, some something, you might be like, oh, should, I, should a bitch talk to somebody? Like, I clearly right, am not counselor? doing enough. Right, Some right. Someone educated in the ways of therapy. But he doesn't. Instead, we cut to Eve arriving at the funeral home in her denim dress. Yes. As she enters this this getup, I mean, it's an outfit. She's greeted warmly by, I want to call this person, I don't have a name for him, but I'll be like Pam's brother. I don't brother. think it matters. Probably Pam's brother. Pam's brother. And then, of course, he's like, you know, you're a princess. Like, she's like royalty. And then she's like, well, no, no, I'm not here to like buy anything. I'm just here looking for some information in regards to, you know, a body that was previously held here and all of a sudden he's like 
Pam. He's screaming for Pam because he's like, I'm the business side. Pam's the other side. And then he begins to spiel again to the next group that walks in. And that leaves Eve unattended. And of course, she is going to just have her whereabouts of the facility. And then she notices... Yeah, it's it's, it's it's it gets it's wild. Absurd. And then Eve locates Pam because Pam is busy doing. I hope that this is the pre-wash. Like this is like the way you know nothing. About, I do know nothing. That's why I said maybe you should one day in your life wash six feet under because you were saying some wild stuff. Like you don't even know they cut people open and take their shit out. That's why if you don't want someone to be ruminating and just rummaging in your body, be cremated. Because if you're not, someone will indeed be rummaging inside your body, your faculties, and there's nothing you can do about it. Now, your soul, whatever, energies, it will be moving on to that next place. But that still means there's a whole ass human rooting around in there. Pulling oh, no, stuff out. Sure, yeah. Stopping things mm. up. Sewing things up. Sewing things closed. It's it's something. Eva opens the door. begins a knock that she feels like the headphones will be able to interpret and get. Well, somehow she gets Pam's attention with headphones on to be like, hi. She says, you're She probably calling. felt a draft. No, she said, the- why is there a breeze? No one's supposed to be back here. Why can't my brother do anything right? Oh, he's the business. Which, by the way, if you're the business, why don't you know where bodies go and come from? That doesn't make any sense. If Pam is the artist, she is the one that deals with the scientific stuff of embalming, and she deals with the visual presentation, because we saw no one else back there, Mm -hmm. then why don't you know who who brought the body and where the body came from? That seems like it's business. No, I agree that that does seem like it's business. It doesn't make sense. I guess when he said business, he really meant sales. I guess. But yeah, so the headphones come down and Eve and she's like, why her. are you in here? Who are you? No, right. Eve's like, oh, I'm a I'm a teacher and I was a, I was back to her retail voice, by the way. Fake as no. fuck. I don't know yes. how anyone believes this bitch. Yes. We are not acting well like Villanelle. I'm yes. sorry. We have not taken the acting but we haven't. Of course, she inquires about Rianne's or a uh, contact. She lies or... and says she taught that child. Oh, right. And she did not teach Rianne. And she's like, I'm sure you'd have some sort of point of contact for the person who, you know, came and dropped off the body. I can sit here and wait for it if you want to go and get it. And I'm like, now you're leaving Eve alone with this body? Sure. Sure. I don't... Well, that's very unlikely. We'll just say that. Like, you don't leave strangers who are not certified, equipped, qualified, and certainly not allowed to be back behind certain sections to stay with a dead body. It's not not what you do. And Eve, of course, because Eve is Eve, Eve does not leave that body undisturbed. She goes for the eyes. Eve is on some twisted shit. Like, she has no respect. There's no boundaries. Because who is that man? You don't know who that man is? (sighs) Anyway. And uh, anyway. so Pam comes back in the room and is like, no, I don't have a point of contact, sorry. And Eve was like, I'll try another way. And as she slowly begins her escape, she asks. Her escape? Well, you know, she's. I feel like she's intruding in a space she has no business. Oh, I agree. In. But escape <laughs> implies that she is concerned for herself, Uh-oh. of which she is not. Okay, so yeah. She's she's just about to wander and leave. Right, but, right. right. But wander. just before she saunter. leaves. You saunter, like saunter on the sand. She's sauntering right. out of the fucking funeral home. She asks Pam directly if she knows how to, if she knows the lady in red. <laughs> and the lady in red. Hello. And then she looks and she's like, no. 
and then Eve leaves with there's a look there that was Eve a beat had. no there was a beat because right. she was someone normal's like Ellen who because I know someone named Ellen but she just uh, glitch 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 huh what no no it's like so why did you take three and a half seconds to think about it Pam you're a horrible liar just like Eve Palastri and now yeah. she's grinning with her retail smile right. on out the door because right. you gave her the answer right and then you know Pam then does her apology to the dead uh, the body, body that she's, she's like, working sorry, with bitch, right. I don't know why this strange lady was touching you it's weird. And then we're at Villanelle's baptism scene. So right, she runs. And she's outside. looking for Eve. She is. She. This isn't fair. This isn't right. This is. This is not what I deserve. This is not what I want. This she is not sees what I the asked crowd for. entering the building. She's running alongside the people going in to see if she can figure out where no her person there. is. No one's there. Because I compare her to Kirsten Dunst in Spider Man Two. Well, well. Doing the play, looking for well. Toby. Like, hello. My love, are you here? Remember in Spider-Man 2, she literally says, don't disappoint me. She no, says yeah. that to him. He's like, I yeah. won't, MJ. And then, of course, he doesn't show the fuck up. And then the ushers and let him in. And this was Villanelle. She didn't say to Eve, don't disappoint me, but she felt that shit in her heart of hearts. And the way she was looking, the way she was so expectant and hopeful and desperate for this bitch, the way she kept looking around, she was like, oh, maybe maybe she's five minutes late. Maybe there was traffic. And mm. there's no Eve. And I, somehow this was worse than Amsterdam. No, this was This bad. was worse than Amsterdam. Because everyone's looking at her and she's supposed to be this person. But it's because thing. Eve knows and Eve got the mail. She didn't get the Amsterdam mail. No, no, oh, she'd I know. have been there. No, and right. Villanelle cried. Right. But she knows. And Villanelle sent like two dozen invitations, probably. And she didn't show up. Not and even so a curiosity. It's the fuck. It's it's Villanelle has to like there's no way to really bottle all that it, it's too much it's all coming up all at once and she's like you know what I get that there's like a script to follow just cut to the thing I'm coming up here just just let's do the thing and well, he begins she, I don't yeah she might have heard the script had Eve showed up no she might have been interested to do the whole play but right. she said cut to the third act in fact the final line of the right. third act and then we tried to say his lines that just dug yes. me it is exactly yes. how we imagined that she was sick of waiting I think we heard something like do you reject evil do you turn to Christ and she was like yeah whatever bitch just don't be Mm-hmm. Only to get into the water and discover what? That it was just water. Right. Just like, that no, it was nothing. It, it didn't do it. Nothing special. I didn't cross a nothing threshold. Changed. I'm not in a new. No new her. I'm still me. No new failing. Right. And that that's no burning be bush. Bad. No dawning of the light. Literally nothing happened for her. That's got to be bad. <laughs> so that's sad. She obviously feels nothing new. We get to see the POV from her in the water, and she is conflicted and confusion mm. and then we cut back to eve and fojafari and he can see her her corkboard and i don't know why he gets to see it but he gets to see it he knows everything apparently he knows everything about what eve has been about for the past two three years whatever the fuck and i just don't understand how she talks to this man more than she did her alleged best friend her alleged husband of 20 years i just don't know how we get here I don't get it. But we are here. And they're talking about the information they've received. Terrence is probably good at summing this up because surely I it is difficult. I paused it like eight times just to get through three lines because I kept just... Well, yeah, no, ultimately, Fojafari is vouching for the materials that Carolyn has oh, left that's right. that's in right. the envelope, the that it was good, right, it's good stuff. It's good and... intel. Of course, it's from Carolyn. Of course it is. And so, even though he's talking, Eve's not really listening because she's talking about something different, and she's like, she would be the kind of person that she would go after. Ooh, okay, and... we're at this part. I hate this part. <laughs> I had forgotten, and it's because I no, keep trying to block it because no, I yeah. actually hate. I hate this, you guys. Right, and Eve starts to go off with these D words to describe 
this girl disempowered disenfranchised disposable and some other d word he's like disadvantaged and i'm like where the fuck like what when did huh eve but uh, but again they're having two different conversations but he's helping her with her conversation and also what i don't like is that she adds that she also likes dead people so i don't like that that eve says something about her also liking dead people and my first thing was like so eve like so so there's a number of people who work with dead things and dead people so that doesn't mean anything about her propensity to be on the sociopathic or psychopathic spectrum and surely i thought you of all people eve palashti would know this but you're like but she likes dead things or dead people i don't i didn't like that which is why i wanted to point it out yeah and then eve makes a comment about looking at her eyes that it was the expression that she's seen before she's seen the look and I'm like, I said, Villanelle. What? What are you? The what lost are you getting look? at right. I'm like, Eve. What are you getting at? Well, I don't know and what she's getting she at tells, because she said she couldn't explain right, it. She said she and couldn't she didn't explain, explain it to it. Bill. I thought she explained it pretty well to Bill. And of course, Fojari sitting there in Nico's spot in the bed, just just Ooh, thinking ew. about ew. what he just heard, and he's like, "All right, I guess." He says something like succinct argument, which oh, is no, basically no. he said expert analysis. Oh, there it we was go. Bitchier. Expert, right? It was I can't bitchier. explain it. Oh, okay, expert analysis. Like, like, right? Like, oh, so Eve got annoyed, and she did, but. I didn't like where she went with this annoyance. Who did? Who could? She said, can you put put a shirt shirt on? on? The way I walked out every single time she said that line, which is why it took me so long to actually get the content of the scene. And something about not wanting to see his nipples unless they're agreeing with him. And the way that I (sighs) want to chug out Eve Palastri, the same way she jumps on the lady in red, I want to jump on Eve Palastri, you guys. I'll beat her up, Villanelle. That's where I'm at. Like, Terrence knows I was calling for Eve to get beat the fuck up. By the time the episode was done, I want her to be humbled. All right? And I want Pam to do it. That's where I'm at. I want Pam to beat her ass. And then sleep with Villanelle. It's, y'all, I don't know how I got here because I was completely on the opposite side. The last time you heard me in the snack, I said, Eve, hook up with the ladies. Villanelle, repent. But now it's the other way. It's Eve, repent. Villanelle, Go find you some love, girl. Uh, we please. got here somehow, and I don't know how we got here because oh, now Laura. Laura we have right. Laura. She did it. She did it. And now we have Fojafar playing around with no shirt on. He has, Ew. Yes. Oh. And he's got nuts in his hand, and he's Whatever. like covering his, I guess, chest. Don't. with the nuts. Ew. And his nipples? Because it wasn't the whole chest. No, no, right. It was his, grosser. Right. And he's like, how about now? And then Eve delivers oh, what's that line? this line. What's that line Eve says? That sent me out the room. <laughs> Share with the class. Eve says, now I just want nuts. I don't need Eve Palastri saying, now I just want nuts. I didn't need it when I first heard the line. I didn't need it when I was trying to um, decompress two hours after the rewatch. I don't need the line now. Now I, just I didn't hear the nuts. line until what was it, like the fourth or fifth attempt. I did not. And when it finally dawned on me, I had to take a walk. Like Joe Scott, let's no, take I... a long walk around the park after dark. I mean, well, I mean, that sounds like a good walk. So, anyways, we are in this faux Jafari nipple bullshit, and apparently Eve has a hankering for nuts for real. Oh, so I found some nuts. And I said, at least it's not the other kind, ma'am. You've already, you've already. Put me 
down, down the lowest I've ever been as an Eve Pilastri fan. And so this bitch goes off to get some nuts, I guess. And I said, is it not in the vending machine? Because she looked like she was looking for a human to give right. her nuts. She was like, like, is this not a hotel? Okay. Right. I, I was lost. Right. Whatever. Then she goes by the fish tank to be like, hey, fishies. Right. She taps and on the tank. And then you know, you're like, okay, this is, we're here. We're here. Right. We're here. We're here. Right. It's time for the Sound thing. the alarms. Right. It's the first villain Eve scene of series four. And you guys, <laughs> this is real sadness you're hearing from me. You are hearing real sadness. If they'd have told me Eve was going to be such a jerk the whole episode, then maybe I would have known to expect things differently in this villain Eve scene, but I had no idea Eve was going to be such an asshole. So by the time we get to this scene, I'm so down bad. I'm just like, won't somebody give Villanelle a hug? And instead, she got slapped. No, she did. She got slapped She into did. the next day. She started this conversation with, I forgive you. Okay, but we have to talk about it specifically because this is, this is. <sighs> now, I personally, I don't know about you, but my thought is that Villanelle wasn't actually sure she was going to forgive Eve. I don't think she had that script down pat. I think initially she was probably potentially going to be like, hey, why didn't you come? Or who really knows? I don't think forgiveness dawns on her until Eve gives her that look. Because when they first see each other in the fish tank, Eve is giving her that look like we've seen in other episodes and other series where it's like, okay, this is soft Eve. It's giving me Eve where she let herself into the safe house mm -hmm. with Villanelle. She was like talking about Aaron Peel and she gave her that look. It's giving the look of, you know, sit down, I need to talk to you from series one. It's giving the look mm. of cheek cup. In series two, it's okay. giving, we're staring at each other down the street in series one. It's giving all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stares that they've had before. The stare down in the bathroom in the very first episode. And my headcanon is for now that she only decides to forgive Eve when she sees that face. Because whatever plan she had before is gone. And oh, Eve does that crap. face. Okay. Because then it's only after she sees that face that she smiles and says, I forgive you. Then, of course, fucking Eve, fucking dark Eve rising is like, who? You forgive Who? <laughs> What? Red donk, y'all. Who are you forgiving? Me. F-O-Y. It's the way she walks away. I was like, oh. <laughs> she doesn't walk away right away because she's initially like, me? Who the fuck? What do I need your forgiveness for? And Villanelle specifies for not attending my rebirth. And when Eve is like, oh, this is your cloister shit. This is not our religious shit. Whatever, ho. And then she walks away. She pivots and is like, I don't have time, which I feel like I did predict. That would make sense that she has no time for holy Villanelle unless it's Benedetta Villanelle. No, right. With a gun. And to that part, Villanelle's like, hold up, bitch. When do we start walking away from Villanelle like this? This is not what we do. It says something like, I know that it might be painful for you to see me blossoming. <sighs> Villanelle. Oh, is that what you're doing? Because that's what he, that's, that's what Eve says. Is right. That, oh. Me too. I was like, is that we're blossoming? I don't know. Because we certainly aren't blossoming with me. We're literally doing nothing, Villanelle. And Villanelle continues that she is trying to show Eve that she's changed. But my whole thing is, why do you even think Eve wants this, Laura? Laura, please tell me you're going to explain, bitch, in the next seven episodes because I need to understand why Villanelle thinks Eve wants this when it is so clear at this point in time in Eve's life, she wants nothing but bad shit. No, right. Where Constantine is like, you're going to end up dead, bitch. And she's like, yeah, aunt. And so I just literally, in series two at the end of the episode, she said, you want us to just go off and kill? You just want us <laughs> to just fucking kill people? Oh, we can't do that. We can't live dangerously. And we know that's not what Villanelle wanted. And so now that this is what Eve is clearly on, I just... It doesn't, it's not mathing. It's not mathing at all. Hopefully we will get a reveal that will inform these decisions because as of now, I don't get the, I don't get the, 
the energy. Yeah. I, it, it, it's not mathing for me. It's either. not mathing. So Eve says to her, you are the same person, exactly the same bitch. And Villanelle's like, look, I'm not trying to argue. <laughs> She's like, I'm not trying to go back and forth with you, all right? Oh, right. And then Eve starts saying, no, maybe I've changed. Maybe I'm different. And girl, the way we can't believe any of that, the way none of that rings true, Eve Pilastri. And I'm not sure what she was going to say, but her sentence was, maybe I don't need any. And I was like, girl, you better not finish that with queer sex. You better not finish that with the O. Because what do you mean you don't need any? What does that mean? You don't need any what? Right. I'm curious about what Eve was going to finish. But before she can't finish, Eve cuts herself off because Villanelle is dropping to her knees. And it threw Eve for a second. And like, it should throw anyone. Right. It would throw anyone. She's like, what are you doing? Villanelle replies, praying for you. Oh. And <laughs> girl, I just. It's the way how Rudy said you, it. Right, right. I was rooting not... for Villanelle when she said she was praying for Eve. And when the prayer started to happen, I was like. Girl, no, no. I, I stopped rooting the minute she said she was praying. I said, that's not the, that's not this Eve Palastri. This Eve was not a church going Eve when she was still married. And in that square head jaunt, and now you talk about, I will pray for you when she already has no energy for your religious bullshit. So it made no sense. And then the prayer, the prayer is what? The prayer is something absurd. <laughs> well, that, this is what I was about to say. After that, that grace prayer, I was like, oh, this ought to be interesting. The prayer that she prayed, I was like, wait a minute now. This is... I, I think I, too, want to pray this prayer where she basically was... Not the end. The end is a lie. The end may be a lie. Let's see how, how far did I get with this prayer. Oh, oh. Mm. Oh, right. Well, she said, please... She said, please let Eve find faith to be who she really is inside. I was like, oh, yes. That's beautiful. Give her courage. Give her strength. Yes. Save her like you saved me. And Big X. We could have had a full four pull, like jackpot. When you are playing the slots, but she got lemon, lemon, lemon X because oh, that's no. not that's like you saved me. Anyone could look at Villanelle and see a bitch ain't saved. Anyone could look at her who's known who she was before and be like, this isn't it. This is not what you are claiming it is. And so she couldn't run up on Eve with that fake shit and then be pretentious about it. Save no her like you saved me, Lord. Eve wasn't about that. And she says to her, interrupting her little prayer. Or I guess while Villadel's praying, Eve is like, I don't need your help. I need you to leave now. Don't you understand? And of course, Villanelle gets that prayer out. And by the time she's done, Eve is, is ready to get in her face a little bit closer and be like, you know what? If you really changed, you wouldn't have come here. And then she lets her get like six or seven paces out. And then she says, well, well, if you really changed, then you wouldn't have let me. I still don't fully understand that line. It doesn't make sense. Let, let. I don't get it. It's a hotel. Anybody apparently can come up in the lobby, Villanelle. Unless Eve sent you a postcard some time ago to be like, I'm here. Come see me. And then you didn't because you were in some funk. And now you want to see her. I just let me. That is that is an interesting choice. It still is. And, it does not right. make sense. It does not have any clarity. Yeah, we are missing. We're missing hours. We're missing things. And so Eve decides to approach. I was about to say approach the bench. Let me not say that. She decides to approach Villanelle as Villanelle is now getting off of her knees on her feet. Well, she doesn't start getting off of her knees until Eve commits to coming back. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Eve yeah. commits to coming back because Villanelle's like, oh, okay, if we really change, then why are you still out here being the same? Eve does not like that. She does not 
like being called on her shit, which is apparently why she walks back, takes a beat to look at Villanelle. And Villanelle, I just, this is another scene that takes me out because Villanelle was looking so expectant. She was looking once again hopeful. Like she thought she was about to get that smooch without the headbutt. And not only did she not get the smooch or the headbutt, she got slapped, which in my mind is worse than a headbutt. It's worse. Like, no, yeah. A slap is worse than a headbutt. No, it, no, it, it was, it was a lot to experience. Um, It made me sad. A tear. And then the way that she was like, different person. And then starts to walk away. And my I whole thing was, look at you with this like it. with this weird no, no fear thing. Like you're not going to get no. shot in the back now that you're... But did... she has a death wish. No, she That's does. what the writers are telling us, that she wants to fucking die. And it's like, okay, do you want to die because you're not with Villanelle? And you can't cope with the fact that the bitch left you on a bridge? Louder. I need you to make it make sense, girl. I really need you to make it make sense, girl. And sooner than later. Sooner than later... And this is what I said to you. I don't like Dark Eve, this version. Mm. And it's possible that I would have more love for Dark Eve had they put her with a woman versus an obnoxious fucking man. But it's like, I literally have to listen to Eve and watch Villanelle for three fucking series just for her to be with a dude that seems less skilled, less clever, less intelligent than every other man on the show, including original Jafari. He seems like he has less skills than Jamie, and Jamie was... Uh, we don't even know what he did, really. Right. He just kept the, I guess, either the lawyers or the the. I don't like press, it. I don't or like somebody it. off of the back of his, like, I his journalists. <laughs> he managed... He didn't manage the office. I don't know what he did. You're right. Whatever. Y'all, this scene really upset me because I really was wrapped up in Villanelle's face because it, it was giving me really real. It was given like a type of desperation. Like, I'm like, this bitch really needs a hug. And I would like for you to give it to her, Eve. And instead, Eve slapped her around the so world, rude. a roundhouse slap. And right. then I look at her face. I said, no. And this is where I said, Eve needs to be humbled. Different person. Where's Pam? Where's Pam? <laughs> All right, Humble right. out with another kick to the solar plexus, please. Because this isn't right. It's not right. And it's not okay. I can't quote Whitney because it's neither right nor okay. No, I know. I Terrence, know. I don't know if I'm going to make it anyway. I really don't. It was bad. It was bad. We cut to Carolyn. Carolyn is, uh, uh, there's a waterfront. She's looking out the water. And right. she looks like me pondering that last scene. Right, right. Like she's just right. looking out and she thinking some shit. And I'm like, Carolyn, we are thinking about murder or Kenny or both. And I get it. And then when the camera finally makes its way around, she gives a, a big spit like she's in Titanic. And Jack is like, spit like a man. Remember that scene where they're like, they're spitting off oh. the fucking Titanic. And Lord. right when Rose is going to do a spit, her mama comes up and is like, well, this is classless. And Jack has the spit right on his fucking face. Uh, well, um, it doesn't didn't look good. It did, it it did, did look not. Good. It did not. So, so we're, we are post the split. We are post the split. We are post the post spit. Post the spit. And we are back to Eve. And we're back to Eve. And Eve is standing at Pam. a bus station. And I was like, wait, another bus station seat? Like, I didn't know what was about to happen here. But yes, she was waiting, waiting for Pam. For Pam. She's and she begins... Her the tale and i'm like eve not these new skills. have you done this i believe before? she has definitely followed someone before because she's been doing her own stuff is she good at it no because when mm-hmm. we get to the last part where she's following pam around whatever that area is there's literally not another human around there is no activity there's not even a random person just on the street there's no cart there's no child there is literally zero persons there's not even a cop there's not a person walking there's not a street walker like there's nothing and eve said the worst thing you can do loudly in the middle of the street let me not even hide behind this tree let me just come straight down the block because no one else is on this block this is an empty block 
but I would like to run down the middle. Of There's only one thing worse than Girl, following what? and tailing somebody to where literally no one is. And that is following and tailing somebody to where everybody is. Which you is, mean like humans? Like no, I'm tailing I mean someone like someone in a whole no. bunch in a crowd of people is easier though. No, to get lost. well, yes, but I'm thinking of the way how Bill tailed Villanella. He was good until he decided to go to the club, and I was like, "But why, why would you? Why are you well, in the it was club? Villanelle, well, so yeah. there's an asterisk that has to go there. <laughs> yeah. It was inside, so more trapped. Yes, I just think tailing someone. The whole point is not to be seen, and even right. if you're tailing someone in a car or by foot, like it's to blend into the environment. No, yes. And so if you get to a part of the environment where there's nowhere to blend because it's just all open street, right? Everyone can see it's Did just you, you Eve. And you said, I'm a run down here. And what pissed me off is I said, you got no skills, but you are running at top speed around a corner you can't see. After you were tailing someone, Fo Jafari didn't teach you shit. Did you ever see the advert where they're talking about playing hide and seek in the desert? No. Well, it sounds it's, oxymoronic. It, it 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 is. People are literally hiding. Unless you're behind ever nothing. No, but like there was and nothing. Then maybe, right. Maybe. There was, there was nothing for anyone to hide behind. Nothing was big enough. Nothing was... Everybody was found immediately. It, it, I guess that was an advert for maybe like a phone plan. Like, oh, this is like... It's a no-brainer. I guess they were trying to compare it to. But yes, Eve, top speed, tailing, Pam. And I'm like, but why Eve? Eve. Eve. It's like it's, it was just not Eve. smart. It wasn't... And again, I think she has a, a death wish and she just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And so, Sure. Sure. You're tailing someone who you think might be dangerous and you're zipping down and just going around the corner for that bitch to throw you up against the wall. Uh, she hit you Give once. you a potential brain injury and then knee you one time in the solar plexus and right. you was down, you were dizzy, you were seeing stars right. and hearing bells. It was bells. ringing, right. It was, I can hear the bells. Can, right. And it wasn't the handmaiden bells. It wasn't the handmaiden bells. It wasn't sapphic bells. It was bells of getting your ass kicked. And you know what, Eve? You deserved it. It was, right? it was You not, deserved it for coming around that corner like a it's jerk. true. And not making any sense. And you deserved it for what you did to Villanelle. And when you realized that you weren't dead, you were like, oh, uh, well, I She guess, kept going. She said, let's let me, pursue. Right, right. And you found your way up. And then you saw that you were around oh, but public again. Why didn't Eve have a taser? That's why I said to you, I said, where's her taser? Where's her baton? Where is a bottle of water just to distract the bitch? Boom, right in your face. Piece of dust. Oh, in your eyes. Tara, she had nothing. You sound she- like somebody <laughs> who knows how to get ready. Eve Palastri. You got to stay ready. Right. So you don't have to get ready. Right. Eve Palastri, you know? she just wanted to follow. <laughs> and I don't know why, but... I guess she wanted to get hit to feel like she's alive. Maybe that's it. But I, I feel so alive. Ooh, Ooh, like the very that. first time. Wow. I know. It does, I I was wow. upset that that song came into my head. I feel and like I, a it fly. was. It yeah. was without my permission. And so she gets to populous a populous. Right. Just there's people in time, again. There's people right, again. <laughs> just in time to see her target of the, her, her pursuing target Ellen. get inside a vehicle. Ellen. And as the vehicle comes and turns the corner, we see in the back and the other side of the back that Ellen. Ellen, that the lady in red, Ellen. that the lady in red was there. And then here's the flash tree. Found her. <laughs> so was that, so you took that L on purpose, Eve? Is that what you're trying to tell I'm me? Like, I found her like, to do what? Because you didn't have any vehicle to keep it moving. So, does that mean we're just going to have another time jump in the next episode where you have followed fucking Pam and now you know where the lady in red is? Because that has to be what happens. Because we're time jumping every episode. We, it seems like we we're are. We're time right. jumping no, within the are. episode. Right, But yeah. no one's specifying times. I was like, is this evening? Is this morning? Is this a new day? Yeah. Oh, my 
God. Are you trying on your baptismal frock, but you just wanted to see what it looked like in the mirror to say, oh, I'm so holy? Like, like oh, I guess, did we also think that when Carolyn was, was about to do her loogie, that she was, I got the impression she was no longer in Spain. I got the impression that she left. Well, yeah, so. I felt like the weather was very good in Spain and, and she wherever needed she a was jacket. now. Right, right. right. She needs to bundle up a little bit. Right. Could be London, could be back there. Found you. Uh, after found you is... We cut back oh. to an angry villain now. And I just want to say, when a bitch can slap you and you don't immediately shoo her, if you're Villanelle, that's growth. You know the gif from Insecure? That's growth. No. Villanelle has grown. I believe Jody, but she said Villanelle has grown because you gave her that slap and you could tell it was, ooh, it was, she was like, girl, uh, ooh, suppress, suppress mm-hmm. that thing that says do violence right away. And she didn't do it, but it had to come out somewhere. It had to come out. We were hoping, I was hoping for May say, yeah, I was that it say, would come out in the boudoir, right? right? That's not what happened. But the other thing I said could happen, did it not happen, with oh. May opening her mouth and saying the wrong mm fucking thing to Villanelle. Mm -hmm. So we fucking cut back to an angry Villanelle. And she's screaming, hello, hello, to the Christ statue at the altar. And she's like, you know, it would be much easier if you just showed me you were real. And I'm like, Villanelle, I feel like there's probably millions of people across the globe through time who definitely said that same thing to some statue or another. And then she adds, maybe you don't know, but it's very much in your best interest for me to believe in you. So not her threatening Jesus. She said, I don't know she if you said, know. I'm a big deal But the way I get here. bodies? No, no, yeah. If you want these motherfuckers to live longer, you better show yourself. And I'm like, ain't that a Villanelle shit to really threaten a deity to be no. like, if you, if you really about to shit, show yourself, you bitch. I am now your equal. Oh, Add man. your enemy. <laughs> That's why I love Villanelle. Naturally, Christ, the statue, just stays there looking. Not even a stigmata forms mm. for her. And I oh, knew you weren't real. Like, like, yeah. She does say that. She does say that. And it's like, well, I just. And in the cut, um, May, May, May she's there. in the cut. Well, she's I don't a... know if she was in the cut or she came in after like towards the end because we see a wide shot of the church before and may's not there okay but i think she came in or was walking in towards the end and perhaps definitely heard i knew you weren't real and she's like oh especially because she seemed to be so taken with villanelle's faith with her earnest attempt to be a good person and who knows and that's why i'm like yo what about the break because villanelle had to be so down bad for these motherfuckers to take her in, not knowing anything, and what what, what was what were those first couple of weeks like? What was happening there? How no, bad right? was she? So May, who's definitely still curious about Villanelle's guest. <laughs> oh right, like she's um, like, so your guest didn't come. Yeah, I'm, so, huh? I'm so sorry. Sorry, right? And Villanelle's like, yeah, because that bitch doesn't believe that I'm a Christian. She thinks I'm pretending. And then uh, May and the Kool Aid is like, but what? Nobody can pretend that good. Not even the greatest actress in the world. And I'm like, what are we? <laughs> I mean, May is being genuine. No, we, yeah. as the audience member, know who Villanelle is. May also believes she knows who Villanelle is because, again, this is a break. And there have been months that she spent in the cloister. And I think you, too, would agree that if you've known someone that you have spent every day with for several months... That you will feel like you know them, especially if you're spending nearly all day, which looks to be the case in the cloister. They're in church doing church stuff. They're after church doing church stuff. They're in the home doing other stuff, family mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, I got a family. Oh, Bill and I was saying I always wanted a family. So to May's defense. What else was she supposed to think but she knew something about Villanelle because she'd been exposed to her in months. Now, that doesn't change my prediction in mules that 
May would say something just not. Not what a villanelle wants to hear and that it would have something to do with Eve. And so I'm not surprised that Eve is still the impetus here because right. she wants to go to Eve to say she could change because she still feels like perhaps somewhere that like Eve won't accept her unless she changes into something better. But she knows that Eve knows her well enough. She stopped that bitch. She was like, girl, you not changed? Girl, there's nothing different. And instead of Villanelle saying, I am really different though, she was like, but neither are you. So what the fuck? Oh, wow. And so for her to go back to May, who in the previous day, when May was like, you're special, you're kind, you're generous, you're clever. And she was nodding her head. Having seen Eve pop to the bubble because she was in this, this cloister bubble, just sending her little postcards and her invitations to Eve and not having any, as far as we know, visual confirmation of, oh, I don't believe you or I don't trust this. So up until that last invitation, she was believing that Eve was going to come. No, she literally yeah. was waiting there. And then she finally goes to see Eve after all of this. And she probably thought, yo, it's been six months, it's been seven months, two years, whatever the fuck. I've been doing my work. I've been really good. I'm not having sex with anybody. I'm not killed anybody. I'm doing really well. Eve. Eve, I know you hate to see me on my glow up. And Eve was basically like, shut the hell up. Girl. You ain't glowing. You're not glowing at all. There is no glow up. There it's a fake no, glow. There is no glow. It's a glow worm that's not really glowing. No. Villanelle. And Villanelle got tight. And she knew Eve was right. And I think potentially, I mean, we'll see what Jody says later in the season. But I think she potentially played it that way. Where after she gets slapped, there's a crack of old Villanelle trying to be like, girl, it seems like you want me to slap you back then slap you into bed because this is... Not what we do. But she bites it down. And she can't bite it down any longer when May gives her the bullshit. The bullshit that she gave her the day before doesn't work. Oh, wow. She's like, oh, but you couldn't. The exact line she says after she tells May that her guest thinks she's pretending. And, you know, she goes on, well, no one. Not even Kate Blanchett. Not Meryl Streep. She's right. basically like, not the greatest actress. Nobody could top you. And Villanelle answers, well, it depends on, on the, the audience, audience. Which is so key. And May replies, well, wow. this audience knows you. <laughs> Girl, that was not the right answer. That was not the right answer. She said, this audience knows you. She knows you'd never hurt anyone. And I just, <sighs> it looks for a moment like they may kiss. I know May was definitely like, this is the moment I wrote this in my erotic fan fiction just mm -hmm, yesterday. Mm -hmm, this is it, this mm -hmm. is it. Move in, girl. Oh, she wants it. She's looking primed. And instead, Villanelle takes her head, takes right. her by the hand, like, and right. puts her in the, She's the so, holy waters, right. the she Christian waters. She was so near the lips and was like, you don't know me. Yeah, right. And then there she is. She is fighting through demons while she has May's head in. She wants to sleep with a bitch that is not going to play pretend. Don't right. say you know me. Don't say you know what's going on here. Right. And she couldn't deal with it. And she had that bitch in the water until she looked at the portrait of Jesus and was like, oh, shit. Not oh. me killing this bitch. <laughs> right. Not another dead person. <laughs> and the cauldron of Christianity. This can't be good. Right. And then she lays her on the back. Oh, no, 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 no. She does one big inhale into the body. Exhale. You're not inhaling oh, right, into the body. Right. <laughs> what you she sucked. She's trying, right. she's trying she to suck the, the water out. out. Right. No, so I she, can't, yeah, right. she exhales and trying to get uh, a singular. A singular compression. Right. It was a pump and dump. But to me, that makes sense because I'm like, Villanelle, she went in the water that long. When right. I saw she was regretting it, it's like, well, girl, get her up. Like, people have recovered from drownings that took longer than this. And so, yay for May. But I don't think May yes. is the same. You know what I'm saying? No, right. I hope May prayed. Um, <laughs> I hope she prayed that night. After she saw her entire life flash before her eyes. And she didn't even get it. Oh, Terrence. <laughs> it's, not like the, it's not like the gay cannibalism. Get they o. got their O's. And in fact, I think they got multiple O's that night before they thanked Villanelle for the sex. Meanwhile, May can't even get a kiss. This is where we are now in Killing Eve. Do we then get a cut to Carolyn? 
Yes, we okay. leave from Villanelle, who was rocking poor May in a panic, right. like, it's okay, girl, it's okay, it's okay, girl, right. it's okay. And it's, I don't baby. know that it is. And then we cut to Carolyn arriving in Rosha, and she is there to see Vlad, because right. apparently this is the season of old bitches, of old bitches who are dupes, who apparently need to come back to the show. They need to come back. Right. Cause they he, need to. She says, hello, Some Vlad. Reason. And then we see Vlad, and he tells her, hello, hello traitor. traitor. Bruh, you owe so and so. But also, yes. that's Eve's fault. That is Eve. Eve surely was like, yo. That's Eve's fault. <laughs> Y'all can't see me, but I'm dangling something in the air, and that's Eve <laughs> to Vlad. And the way she didn't give a fuck about blowing up Carolyn's relationship at the time. No, Carolyn was right. like, this has been a contact for years. Like, we on our spy shit. And Eve was like, guess who doesn't give a fuck? Me. Me. Right. And then from there, I think we cut back to Villanelle. Oh, yeah. So Villanelle comes out of her room at the same time. Oh, my God. It looks like May, May is, is coming, coming out, out of the shower. Right, coming out the shower. Shooketh. Makes eye contact and is like, well, let me double Shooketh. time into my room <laughs> because what I don't need <sighs> is drama. and Death? Right. That too. Oh, I don't need death, death either. And Villanelle's going downstairs like, Lord, why did I come back home? This doesn't make any sense. This is super awkward and... Oh, I, I can know. tell you why she came back home. To go downstairs and find a drop-dead Fred version of Jesus Cristo, who is Villanelle, on a couch. Right. Eating and some popcorn, gold fucking boots. Right, watching TV. Knee-high boots. No, excuse me. Thigh-high boots. They were not knee-high. They were thigh-high They were thigh-high. Those were some boots. If Jesus Cristo was a drag king and that drag king performance was done by Villanelle, we get what we saw at the end of the episode, y'all. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know what to make of it. I was very disturbed. Because while we have known that Villanelle is not a neurotypical individual, the entire time, a bitch has never hallucinated anything, as far as we are aware, let alone herself, to then talk no, to it wasn't drag. Good. It wasn't good. As a deity. No, it wasn't good. And like cool. I said, the way it gave me Drop Dead Fred instantly, I don't know what else to say those of you who know the film perhaps y'all get it those of you who don't please google it it's a film about a girl who has an imaginary friend and the imaginary friend's name is drop dead fred drop dead fred causes problems and drama and she eventually her parents like therapy stop acting out she puts drop dead fed into the recesses of her mind her subconscious and he makes a reappearance when she's an adult so this is where we are with villano or now i should say now now what does the Jesus Cristo Villanelle say? He he says, what can I say? I am as surprised as you. Oh, that's when Villanelle's like, oh my God, are you are who I think you are? It reminds me of that meme from dude from Outcast. I know that ain't who I think I it is. I know it, right, right. I know it, I think <laughs> And she's talking to herself. Yo, I feel like May's at the top of the stairs and she's like, dodge the bullet. No, <laughs> literally dodge the bullet. And so Nell's like, well, what happens now? And Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Villanelle Jesus, says, Jesus, right. I uh, lead, lead you, you to, to salvation, salvation. And that better be, I was about to start that song with the box, but Eve's box. And then the joy, or I don't know if I could call it joy, but there's a look on Villanelle's face after she hears that. There, oh, it's like it's Jody, teary. What are you even doing? It's right. This episode, it's... you're putting me through it. I didn't deserve it. I didn't ask for it, but this is what I have. She is giving. It was like Amsterdam in a sense, but worse. No, because right. in Amsterdam, she is like coming into this this cold realization that like everything's not the way you want it to be. Where in this scene. It is delusion. It is desperate delusion. Is and I am upset. It I am upset, delusion. you guys. A sad Villanelle. I, I, we had sad Villanelle. All We've series done it, three. Right. And then part of series two, because that's what she was crying right, in Amsterdam. Right. And I just don't know how long am I meant to suffer? How long will my watch be? 
When will it end? When will I finally get to stop watching Phil and Elle be sad? When will I finally stop watching her be down to the ground? The lowest down she's ever been? When will I watch Eve get humbled? Either in Phil and Elle's boudoir or by Pam or fucking Gun. Where's Gun? Like, Where I is Gun? I need, I need Gun to come in with that, with that ridiculous up. ex energy and be right. like, bitch, bitch, what are we doing? I just, I need someone to humble Eve. <laughs> And I can't believe this is me, but I keep saying it because I mean that shit. Eve pissed me off this episode. She made me really angry. She did. I am back on Villanelle's side. I do understand that the O, that Eve not getting the O is really dramatic and fucked up. But until I get more information on what exactly Villanelle did or didn't do to put Eve here, I'm on Villanelle's side. She doesn't deserve this. She didn't even want to kill the cat. And no. is she going to confess to Martin she that did, she killed right. the cat? But maybe the cat is one of the people she didn't kill. Maybe she sees Lucifer as like, Important. We yeah. Well, time will tell. Time Do you think she kills May? Do you tell. think she comes back around to kill May? I hope not. Just but remember, she tells Martin she kills too. I'm right. gonna throw the vicar in there just because he could die. So I don't want May to die. And May or the vicar I don't know if it'll be May, else. but the vicar and okay. someone else potentially. Maybe old girl from the cloister, the other one. Someone who doesn't. Barbara. Talk correctly. Was her name Barbara? Right, Barbara. Right. Maybe. Maybe. And that about do it for episode one titled just. Dunk me. My God, what a ride. I know some of you have probably already experienced this ride mm. several times over. We've mm. watched this episode a few times. Mm. There is another episode on deck. Yeah, so that indeed wraps up this motherfucking episode, y'all. And uh, thank God. I'm sick of talking about it at this point in time. Because I just, I've been so scarred and so damaged and so traumatized. But you know what? It seems as though... There's more damage and trauma on the horizon for Candace because they showed us the preview for next episode. And we know some of y'all bitches definitely already watched that. We have not. But let's let's play it and see what we have waiting. What drama awaits us next week. All right. All right let's take a listen to this motherfucking preview. I love that she sees God. And she's like, God is me. I am God. Hey. I ask God. <laughs> Oh, the fucking yeah. gown. Okay, Martin. Okay, butterflies. So right. Oh, Vojafari. Oh, okay. and then just making out with women. Okay, Eva's watching. Voyeur. Oh, okay. Villanelle's on the the the, the, the retreat. Trip, right. the retreat. Carolyn is in Moscow. Up to no good. What? Can someone? Yes. Okay, please, um, Villanelle Cristo, can we get this bitch out of here? Now, you said you thought she was spinning with herself, and I don't know how I feel about a bitch spinning by herself, but I guess anything's possible. Oh, Lord. What's that? Anything's possible! Anything, you're right. Anything's possible! Anything is possible! All right, so what is happening in this trailer? So this preview starts out with even that fucking dress, y'all, and I'm not. Yeah. Saudia, who else was responsible? And the chat, oh, oh, Candace and Terrence! Watch the first two minutes, Candace and Terrence. You have to watch why. it of the episode two. And because we love y'all, we're like, yeah, let's watch the first two. Well, you know what? For those of y'all who weren't on the line, we only made it a minute and 30 seconds. Because at one minute and 30 seconds, approximately, we see Eve in the gown. And I I was unable to maintain. I still have too many unresolved emotions from episode one to then have unresolved emotions from episode two. No, right. All right? I know some of you guys like to live in the chaos and the mess and the ridiculousness, but I have been... My unhinged cow self, my untethered cow self for only 24 hours. And it's, it feels it feels like 12 days. It feels like it's been a year. It feels like a panini timeline. It does. So whatever. Eve is in a gown. Eve is in a gown. We watched. You know, I can't even tell you what happened in the minute prior to Eve being in the gown. 
Do you remember? It was a woman with ice cream trying to chase after the lady in red and the younger child. There could oh, be three generations. I completely forgot of the about lady her red. potential wife or mother in law, whatever her child. Was there reenactment of some sort of torture? Does it hurt? How does Ellen have it all? How does she have it all? How does she have it? Oh, I don't know. By not being in the phone book, probably. Someone tell, like, she needs to tell Villanelle because Villanelle wants to have it all. She wants to kill and have her cake and eat it too and have a family. So clearly, Ellen has figured it out because she seems to have a family and a wife and perhaps several mistresses because why oh, the yeah. fuck not? Yeah. And also a killer. The fuck? So we see the gown and we, we saw that gown. We tried to watch the first two minutes. We did not finish it because, again, I was in distress and had to go run away. But that is one of the first shots we see in this fucking preview for next week. We see Eve talking to Martin. And so, okay, mm-hmm. do we think Eve reaches out or does Martin reach out? Or do they just bump into each other while she's getting a scone? Well, I guess we can hope that it's just Will, Eve, purposely being near Broadmoor. I don't know if it'll serve a purpose. Yeah, what brings what brings Eve and Martin near each other? Yeah, I don't know if Eve is seeking out Martin. Maybe... I'm making space for she just runs into him because they're literally outside. And okay. I do not think that Eve is looking for any sort of professional help whatsoever. For her bad behavior. And okay. so I do not believe she would seek out Martin. Like, she was ready to talk to Martin in Series 2 when she still was trying to pretend like she was a good wife. When she was still trying to pretend like she won her fucking career. That's not the case mm-hmm. anymore. And so I think it's possible that Martin bumps into her and he's like, whoa, whoa. It smells like misandry, girl. It smells like you just killed somebody. I don't know, something about the aura, something about the way you just looked at me says, what's up with you? And so maybe he's like, how are you? And she's like, the best I've ever been. And he's like, that's weird. Knowing what I know about you and your work history. And then maybe he's like, how's Villanelle? And then her response to that is like, oh, she's a Christian. She's a church. She's a cloister. She's being good. She's being a good person. She's thriving in abundance. But she says it sardonically, like condescendingly. Haven't you heard? She's like saved and stuff. Which if I were Martin, I'd be like, let me put this in your file, Eve. Mm -hmm. Because the way that you seem upset that she's not for real about trying to change her ways tells me a whole lot about you, ma'am. Because I remember you in series one being like, yep. I want to save you. I want to get you out of here. I just want to know how I can help you, Villanelle. To, oh, that bitch is trying to be good. I heard she's at the homeless shelter feeding soup. Martin, can you believe that shit? And Martin's like, well, it sounds sounds like she's being pretty helpful, actually. Right, I mean, right, right. Someone should help the needy Eve. She's like, not me. <laughs> It also looks like Villanelle is traveling, maybe, like the youth group retreat. I don't know. But that's I've been calling it a youth retreat since I saw her with those people. So that's what I'm going to stick with. She has a butterfly somewhere in there and seems to be enamored with that butterfly for at least a second. Okay. I'm wondering if the butterfly like started out as something different, depending if she was having a, a, a break. I'm calling them breaks. I should not call them breaks, but I'm wondering if, right, the butterfly was something else at first and it like transformed. If she's... You mean like a caterpillar? No, or... like if she's having <laughs> if she's having episodes while she's lucid. Oh, so now you're saying she's hallucinating the butterfly. Or, right, or, right. Since they bothered to show us the butterfly in the trailer, like it matters, I hope that there's some sort of analogy made for metamorphosis because I've certainly mused about other things they've done that seem to imply that metamorphosis or change, final form, those concepts are there. A butterfly is that. And so maybe she talks 
to herself, the Jesus version of Villanelle, or maybe someone else talks to her on the train and she is smiling at that butterfly because she sees herself becoming the butterfly, that she was once mm. the caterpillar, the cocoon, whatever. Now she's the butterfly or on her way to be the butterfly. She's back at the church. I don't know, but there are thoughts. Those are thoughts. Was the shot after the butterfly, we see, I was about to say, a powerful haircut and the lady in red embracing one of the images. I, that is not a power haircut. Like, I feel like there's 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 levels to the lesbian haircut and that has streaks. You don't have streaks when you uh, are a yeah, power no, bitch. It is true. one solid color. That is the artsy version. Um. <laughs> The artsy version. Looks like Fo Jafari is giving more unwanted advice to Eve about not going to Ellen because she could kill you. And we see how much Eve takes that advice to heart since we know at some point in the series, she tries to choke Ellen the fuck out. We also get another warning from Fo Jafari about an extended bath breaks, a bathroom issue. Maybe she's being monitored at her desk by her job now. Like it's, they've stepped up the punishment or discipline. It keeps saying something about having slow problematic poos or slow movements or something like that. I, you were talking about faux. I just heard poo. I don't know anything in between those words. Okay. That hopefully the listeners have... <laughs> I'm like, Foe Jafari and Pooh, the bathroom. I don't know. But I'm sure I will also, my eyes will glaze over once again in episode two. And you, once again, will have to let me know what happened because I won't know. Why does Villanelle in drag remind me of somebody I knew in college? That can't be right. I mean, maybe. No, it's right. But I'm just saying it can't be right. Like, it's, it can't be right in the grand scale of rightness. But it is right because I have the memory. And I'm like, not this looking like, let me not say his name. That's rude. Oh, oh I just heard that scene. So... Eve is looking for an amount of time that she's going to be in some building, probably on her shenanigans. And Foe is like, I'll give you four bathroom breaks. Because she says to him, I may not come out of here. And it's like, what is this? What is this with you, Eve? Like, literally, Constantine is like, bitch, you may not get out of this alive. She's like, good. Foe Jafar is like, hey, bitch, you may not make it out alive. I know. Like, she's telling Foe, I may not make it out of this alive. So what is she on about? Like, girl, you could be a little nicer to Villanelle if you don't give a damn about life. If This is where we are. We could be a little nicer to Villanelle. I don't know. Well, if it's death by cop and death by shenanigans, maybe she wants to also incur or trigger a death by Villanelle scenario. But she already knows that Villanelle promised not to kill her. So why? So yeah, so she could be a little nicer. I agree. When was the last time Villanelle promised not to kill her, though? Oh, it's been a minute. Right. So she shot to kill as was confirmed by Suzanne. I know that you have your headcanon, and I certainly have mine. But according to Suzanne Heathcote, she shot to kill and thought she killed a bitch. Now, in my headcanon, she did not shoot to kill. She just shot to fuck up, and that she did. Right. But then when you think about a bitch bleeding out in the ruins, you're like, well, that can't be right. But then if you think like Suzanne, you're like, oh, but Taurus, always right around the corner. So Villanelle knew that. So... I don't know. But I know some of y'all said, oh, Candace, keep going. The extra 30 seconds, it gets gay. And I'm like, so. Is right. it Ellen kissing the blonde with streaks? I don't give a fuck right now, y'all. I am in my sad vibes, my Villanelle sad vibes, my Villanelle sad vibes. And I'm going to stay there for at least a day or two before I even bother to get angry vibes by the fact that Sandra owes Eve. Is in the gown and Villanelle probably doesn't see it. I'm not okay. Because Villanelle's in a force. She's in the retreat. She's at the youth group. She's at the youth group. Right. So, louder, louder. You need to. Is is Eve going to be in more couture before the show's over? Like, is someone going to take a picture of Eve and send it to Villanelle via snail mail? Like, I just. Wow. I need things to hold on to. Does Faux Jafari see her in this outfit? Yes. I will break something. No, I will. I'm just letting you know. I will. If I have to see him see her in that and then make a comment, like all the little banter they've been having, like I asked for that shit, I will break something. And it'll be fine because sometimes you have 
to smash. And if I cannot get an actual smash between my characters, I sure as hell will smash something, a piece of wood, something to get my aggression out because that's gonna need to be something that happens. I, You guys heard how I screamed and how long I screamed when I realized the dress was in there only to find out that the only people I get to see it are Alain, her wife, and Fo Jafari. Great, cool, I'm fine. I was going to say, you might want to bring something like uh, one of your uh, kickboxing bags. Just something that's heavy, that can take a beating. Something. Or that little bitch that I was... Oh, well, he won't volunteer himself. I was about to say, oh, just do a a nice little seismic toss. The way I could toss... You know I could toss that man like a javelin stick. Like, we're back on track and field. Right. Anyway, that's a side side mess. Anyway, I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset. All right, we never really did country rundowns or anything, outros like that in the recaps because, well... It's because Rona. Rona wasn't there for the country rundown. Right. Perhaps there was some sort of outro. Whatever. You can handle it. I'm I'm done. All right? I'm done. <laughs> and I need to continue to stew in my feelings about it. So let's wrap this. Oh, we Let's will. recap the yes. fuck up. A reminder that you can reach out to us at Hey You fuck Guys it. All really? One More. <laughs> Cut it in half. I can't deal with that whole monologue. Oof. Reach out here if you want to get back to us about this recap. Right. The, the, Follow it, us on stuff's this. Stuff's in the show notes. Bye. It's in, it's stuff's in the show notes. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all, but I can't. I need to, I need to express myself once we end this recording. So how was series four, episode one for you? How was it? Was it horrible? Let (laughs) us know. Reach out to us on all the things. Hey, you guys, all one word, wowwowvillanelle.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh, On Instagram, wowwowvillanelle. And on Twitter, as you already know, we are well villanelle. Yeah, get in the DMs. Feel free to leave a dissertation if you so choose. But I hope you guys had a better time than I did watching this episode. I hope your emotions were more together than I. Okay, so that about does it for this episode recap. So until our snack episode, here's hoping you get killed by a woman! And you guys, I don't even know what the fuck is going on. I still have a whiplash from the last time I was in this no, goddamn right. studio screaming about the right. smash, but I'm down bad. Who oh knows my bad? God. Like Carolyn, I shan't be no, sober. Right. Next week, I shan't I be shan't. sober because I can't I be sober because Eve is rolling in the grass. She's doing head shenanigans with Fochafari Jafari, and I God. don't like it. And now we try it. I guess, I guess, I'm trying. <laughs> it's like totally murder. <laughs>